Hare Krishna. Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Anichananda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Anichananda Jai Adita Chandra Jai Agora Bhakta Vinda Jai Adita Chandra Jai Agora Bhakta Vinda Gora Bhakta Vinda Gora Bhakta Vinda Jai Jai Shri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Jai Shri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Adwaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vinda Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Hare Krishna So today on the Transcendental Appearance Day of Lord Nityananda the, uh, this very blissful day um, we, will try, we are trying to get absorbed um, and as much as on this day we can just spend about glorifying, hearing, remembering Lord Nichananda and serving Lord Nichananda, the more Lord Nichananda will be manifest to us. Yeah, thank you. Super good. Um, Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nichananda Sahodita Nichananda Sahodita Godadaya Puspavanta Godadaya Puspavanta Chitra Sandatamonada I offer my respectful obeisances unto Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda, who are like the sun and the moon. They have arisen simultaneously on the horizon of Goda to dissipate the darkness of ignorance and thus wonderfully bestow benediction upon all. Om Gyanati Marandasya Salakaya Shakshurun militam yenatas mai si kurve nama. Si bestam stapitam yena butale. Swayam rupa kadamayam dadati svaparantikam. Si Krishna chaitanya 
Prabhonichananda Sia Dvaita Grada Sivasadi Kora Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Surya Samaya Haya Andakar Yahweh Krishna Tai Naya Maya Adhikar Krishna is like the sun and Maya is like darkness and wherever there is Krishna, Maya cannot be present. Mm. So in this way, Krishna is compared to the sun. And of course, Nitai Padakamala Koti Chandra Sushitala. Nitai Padakamala, the lotus feet of Lord Nichananda. Koti, millions of moon. Koti Chandra Sushitala. Sita, we know, is winter. Um, so susitala, are cooling, are very cooling. Um, so the blazing forest fire of material existence, sansara dhavanala lila this dhavanala, this blazing forest fire, that is the problem. Uh, and it's been raging out of control for a long time. And we have just been driven by it, not been able to control the senses and to control the mind. And, uh, and then the mercy of Lord Nichananda is just cooling down, cooling down this blazing fire of lust, of anger, of envy, of uh, all material qualities. Um, so, Dibanisehiya Jwala, that which burns day and night. So, somehow or other, by the mercy of Lord Nichananda, we came uh, in touch with this, this transcendental knowledge. We had no idea, no idea about Krishna, no idea about Bhagavad Gita, and even if somehow or other we had stumbled over Bhagavad Gita, even if we would have gone to India and seen a little bit of Krishna, uh, maybe bought a souvenir, like a box with Kaliya Krishna on it or something like that, what, even then, right, what did we know about Krishna? What did we know what it meant? And then, Bhagavatam, definitely not. That is... You know, nobody knew about Bhagavatam. Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya, the Supreme Lord, huh? Uh, who had heard? Who who knew such things? Um, but Lord Nichananda, um, Lord Nichananda, he was the uh, along with Haridas Thakur started the original Sankirtan party on the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, Lord Nichananda was, even while Vishwambar was still a Grihastha, 
in Navadvip before taking sannyas, right? But after he had revealed his identity as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then, uh, oh yes, then Nichananda and Haridas went out chanting, chanting the holy name. Mm. Chanting was going on everywhere. Uh, that was the problem. We remember the Chantkazi uh, had to deal with that. So many complaints came. It's everywhere. They're chanting all over the place. And Chantkazi was forced to do something, but that backfired. Uh, so, literally, it set his house on fire. So, what to do? But the uh, Lord Nichananda, hmm. Jagai, Madai, or Jagadananda and Madhavananda, Bandupadhyay, were respect from a respectable Brahmin family. I mean, they had everything. They had learning. They had the upbringing. They had everything. But then they just became totally degraded. But not even degraded. It was more than degraded. They became unlimitedly cruel. Not only did they fall down to low sensual behavior, not only did they become totally intoxicated and drunk and whatnot, they killed, they raped, they, they burned houses with people inside. No one dared to say anything. No one. No one. Police was always bribed. So that was taken care of. They were rich. They were not poor. Uh, they had stolen so much wealth. So we hear how these two brothers were in the streets, but they also possessed wealth. They had influence. They had power. But they were drunk in the street. And so that is when Nichananda and Harida saw them. So Nichananda approached these, uh, these brothers. But even before they could get close, they went wild and they immediately chased them. And uh, yes, Nichananda and uh, Haridas Thakur had to run for their life. Oh, for their life they had to run. Yes. And Haridas was complaining. I said, this Nichananda, this Nichananda is always getting me in trouble. He's always getting me in trouble. We go into some village and he just suddenly takes off all his clothes. <laughs> I mean, then the villagers, they get very upset. Other times he just gets into the mood of a cowherd boy and he just goes and drinks milk straight from the cows. The villagers come with sticks and chase us. And I'm an old man. He goes, you know, and I'd like, and, and we have to run. And they catch me. They catch me. You know, I get in trouble. Right? It's like this. He said, and today we're going to die, and I am no longer, if I survive this, I swear you, I'll never go out with Nichananda again. Right? Uh, but because the two brothers were drunk, and because the two brothers couldn't walk in a straight line, uh, you know, Nichananda and Haridas went around this corner, that corner, and they lost the two brothers. 
and made it to, in the evening, to report to Lord Chaitanya. And they told Lord Chaitanya about the Sankirtan activities of the day, full of excitement. Today, today we met these people. Oh, they were totally fallen. They were just so out of it. Incredible. And somehow we wanted to approach them, but even before we could approach them, they attacked us. Uh, yes. And Hari does explained the whole story and Lord Chaitanya said, ah, but they got the association of Lord Nichananda and I'm sure that soon, soon they'll be delivered. And yes, and everyone was ecstatic, including Haridas. And the next day they went out again and sure enough, Nichananda went straight for those brothers. He went to find them now and he looked for them now and he just went right up to them and told them, chant, chant, you know, chant. They had a pot, Mother had a pot with wine, right? So chant, you know what I mean? You know, you know, you know who you're talking to, bang, right? Straight on the head. There you go. We're not messing around here. And of course, the sharp edge of the clay pot cut the head of Lord Nichananda and, and blood was streaming, gushing out because he cut there on the head. A lot of blood comes out. I have uh, some experience. Uh, and uh, so it's, it's quite some bleeding from the head. So Nichananda was really bleeding. But Nichananda never, never, uh, never considered that. He just simply turned to them again and said, no, no, chant. You know, then, you know, like, then Madai was really like, now it's too much, you know what I mean? Now it's too much. But then Jagai stopped him and said, no, no, these people actually, they sing very nice. They actually sing very nice, you know. You shouldn't beat them like that. And then they start beating each other. So that's solved for a few moments. That solved the problem. The next moment, Lord Chaitanya appeared. He was there in total rage. Sudarshan Chakra raised, ready to go. Then Nichananda said, no, no. In this incarnation, you have not come to kill the demons. In this incarnation, you have come. You have come to deliver the most fallen. If you kill them, then. So then, Lord Chaitanya didn't kill them, right? And then, but he was still shaking and still ready, you know, and holding back his anger, you know, like. Then Nichananda saw that and he said, but Jagai, Jagai saved me. From Madai. Oh, Lord Chaitanya's mood changed completely. Oh, Jagai. You know, <laughs> Jagai, come. You know, Jagai sort of, uh, huh? Next moment, Jagai was embraced, you know, and, and tidal waves of love of God were just like overwhelming him. And all the sinful reactions of Jagai were just absorbed in the body of Lord Chaitanya who turned blackish and for a moment looked like Krishna. 
and Jagai is hair stood on end and Jagai start jumping on the spot and Jagai is like just uh, totally beyond himself and Madha is looking at like, Jagai? <laughs> What's going on? I mean, I've never seen this. And then, 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 he said, but, you know, we did everything together. What he did, I did, and what I did, he did also. So I should also get what he got. Lord Chaitanya said, I'll never give you love of God. You will have to suffer birth after birth, millions of births. You will have to suffer. Chaitanya said, no, but it can't be like that. There must be some solution. There is no solution, but only one solution. What is that solution? You fall at the feet of Nichananda, and if he forgives you, if he wants to forgive you, then you can get the mercy. Immediately, Madai threw himself at the feet of Nichananda. Nichananda just picked him up, embraced him. And then the same thing, Nichananda went a bit more dark and absorbed all the sinful reactions of Madai. And then Madai also, hair standing on end, jumping up and down in total ecstasy. And, uh, and then both brothers, then Lord Chaitanya instructed them, and sin no more, right? And then he instructed both these brothers to, uh, to start to make a bathing gut, as Nichanandu instructed, make a bathing gut. And then any of the pilgrims that come to that gut, you wash their feet. In this way, you can be delivered from all these reactions because actually they had asked. But, but you know, now I've fallen at the feet of Nichananda to be purified from offenses that I committed to him. But We've committed so many offenses to so many people unknowingly. We didn't know, and we don't even know them, you know? I mean, no idea who we offended or not. We were drunk anyway. Who remembers all these things? Uh, what you do when you're drunk? Right, yes. Uh, I know about those things. Uh, what can we say? Uh, what can we say? But somehow or other, they said, how will we be delivered from this? You make this God. You wash these feet of all these pilgrims. And that will deliver you from all the offenses you've committed unknowingly. And so they did. But after some time, Madai came and Madai was still not satisfied. Still not satisfied. Uh, Madai was still disturbed. He came before Nichananda and Madai said, I know. Uh, Nichananda said, why are you still disturbed? I have forgiven you. Madai said, I know you have forgiven me. I know, but I can't forgive myself. Nichananda said, my dear Madai, listen, you know, like when a child hits his father, father doesn't take that very serious, you know, as the child said, from, from my perspective, mother, you are just a child. So it helped a bit, it helped mother to get over his guilt feelings as well. 
So in this way, the brothers uh, moved forward. And Lord Nichananda is therefore more merciful than Lord Chaitanya because Lord Chaitanya was ready to kill them. But Lord Nichananda said, no, 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 we must deliver them, we must. So Lord Nichananda is more merciful and reaches out to the most fallen. Mm. He reached out to Jagai and Madai. There were no sinners like Jagai and Madai. There were no such sinners. Nowhere. It is said that Yamaraj has an assistant who's named Chitragupta, and he's the scribe. He keeps the records. And then he has many messengers. So the messengers were running up and down to bring information of the latest sins. Then the assistants of Chitragupta were writing it all down. The messengers felt exhausted by the wayside. The scribes got, got cramp in their hands from all the writing. Chitragupta didn't know where to store all the files. It's just too much. And how to keep so much information is it's just too much. Uh. And then all of that, all of that, was written off in one moment. And all, and this huge mountain of sinful records that Chitragupta was keeping could just be thrown into the ocean. And Ryamaraj was in ecstasy. He fell in ecstasy in his chariot. He was lying unconscious in his chariot, just meditating on it. Uh, and all the demigods were just amazed to see Yamaraj in such ecstasy. And they all came and they all, all had ecstatic kirtan. And that revived Yamaraj. Um, and in this way, we can see how the pastimes of Lord Nichananda took place. So Lord Nichananda is more merciful than Lord Chaitanya. Then Srila Prabhupada explains, he said, at that time there was one Jagai and one Madai, he said. He said, but now the entire population has become like Jagai and Madai. Everyone is like Jagai and Madai. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. <laughs> uh, what's your name? <laughs> is it Madai or Jagai? Yeah. I went to Woodstock and in Poland and I saw, I saw them walking in. One had a crown made of a cardboard box with beer bottles upside down in it, stuck around his head. <laughs> the other one had beer tins in, tied into his dreadlocks. And it's like, and they came in. I wanted to sign them up for the movie. <laughs> I thought, these guys, you know, these guys, right? They're, they're perfect. I mean, really. I mean, they got to play the part. And the, but then a little later, I saw them with a plate of prasadam, and they were tasting the papadam. Both of them, here, take a bite. <laughs> Jaga and Mada are okay. Don't worry, there is prasadam. There is Sankirtan, there is the holy name. Uh -huh. So Prabhupada has reached out to all the Jagais and Madais and made a whole movement of Jagais and Madais. Right? It's, 
It's very interesting is that uh, Satsurup Maharaj writes how Lord Ramachandra went to Lanka with an army of monkeys. And then he writes, but Prabhupada had to do it with hippies from the Lower <laughs> East Side. <laughs> that sort of puts it all in perspective, right? Um, Dvipada Pasu, two-legged animals. Say Pasu Bara Durachar. Those animals, they grossly misbehave. Grossly misbehave. That's, uh, tell me all about it. Um, we read in the uh, Nectar of Devotion. Um, we read that generally a devotee is taking up spiritual life in a continuation of service done of a previous life. And in this way, devotional service continues over many lives. But then, um, what about those who don't have those credits? In the Chaitanya Chandramrita, it is described that even those who have never served a Vaishnava, even those who have never heard the transcendental message from the scriptures, even those who've never bowed down before the deity of the Lord, even those who've never went to a place of pilgrimage, even those, they will now dance in the greatest ecstasy. And Prabhupada made it happen. As Prabhupada said, I have created your pious credits. We didn't have any from last life. What to do? It wasn't meant to be. Krishna consciousness for us, it wasn't destined. But Prabhupada, the faithful servant of Lord Nichananda, carried that mercy of Lord Nichananda. And it touched us. It touched us. Uh, uh, most of us, uh, most of us didn't just embrace it. Most of us didn't really want it. Me, I definitely didn't want it. It's like, you know, no way. No, 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 no. These, I thought these Hare Krishnas, they are, I saw them on Dam Square in Amsterdam. And I saw the kirtan, I saw them jumping up and down. I thought, religious fanaticism to the hilt. You know, I thought it, it never ever before on this planet has such a degree of, of religious fanaticism existed. And I looked at it like, whoa, watch out. Uh, Yes, no, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. But Nichananda arranged it. That, yeah, when, I, when it wasn't the devotees, then I went into the material side of life. And there was a girl, but the girl had a dog. And the dog's name was Krishna. <laughs> and so the mercy was there. And the dog, I had to go out with the dog at night, you know. <laughs> Somehow or other that was, <laughs> the roles were divided and that was mine. And, uh, and I was out at night with that dog and the dog didn't want to come back. 
So then I was calling out very loud, Krishna! <laughs> so I was doing Harinam every night around the block. <laughs> See the mercy of Lord Nityananda. This is really, this is no, not my story. This is the story of Lord Nityananda. Against my will, okay? It came anyway. It infiltrated. I didn't ask for it. I tried to avoid it. But there was just no avoiding. The mercy of, of Lord Nichananda just, just reached me anyway. And had an effect. Uh, had an effect. So, so we all came. We all came because of the mercy of Lord Nichananda, which came somehow or other. Hmm. We all came. But that's not all. It's not that we get the mercy of Lord Nichananda once and then we are here. Right? And now we're sitting high and dry in Krishna consciousness. No, the mercy of Lord Nichananda is an ongoing thing. We depend on it right now. Um, if it, yes, if it would depend on the quality of our rounds, good luck. <laughs> you know. Chant your rounds every day, and at the end of your life, thou shalt be judged by the quality of their rounds, of thy rounds, and then it will be decided whether thou can can enter into the spiritual realm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next, <laughs> next. You know, no hope, no hope, uh, absolutely no hope. Uh, no. It is therefore that that mercy of Lord Nichananda is needed now, every step of the way. Uh, it's, it's added every step of the way to whatever we do. And that is, is how it all goes on. And the mercy of his representatives, uh, of, of Srila Prabhupada and Srila Prabhupada's followers, somehow or other. So Lord Chaitanya took sannyas. Um, and when Lord Chaitanya took sannyas, Lord Chaitanya went to, um, was sent by his mother to Jagannath Puri. Um, then he sent Nichananda back to Bengal. First Nichananda didn't want to go, but Lord Chaitanya ordered him. And so when Lord Nichananda went, it was, he assembled uh, a group to go with him, and it was a long journey, because they went by foot from Jagannath Puri to Bengal, and the reason why it was a very long journey was because they were having kirtan the whole way. And that kirtan was so ecstatic that uh, every once in a while, or rather, all the time, they missed the turns. So I just go like, at one point someone said, are you sure this is the way to Navadvi? Well, let's ask somebody. He said, oh, no, 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 that is behind, 10 kilometers back. Right, is the turn. And they walked 10 kilometers back, but then they forgot to turn again, walked five kilometers too far. So it took a while before they made the turn. And sometimes one of the associates would just go into ecstasy and stand in a form of Krishna for, three, for nine hours, it says, nine hours. 
And they would just have stay in that spot and have ecstatic kirtan for nine hours. So it was quite a party that approached, uh, that approached Navadvip. Hmm. Now I want to uh, backtrack a little bit after this sort of uh, um, sweet opening. Um, um, we have to also go to a little bit of, uh, of uh, one moment, so a little further. Yeah, a little bit about the tattva of, uh, of Lloyd Nietzschean. Now, the Chaitanya Charitamrita in chapter 5 has dedicated a whole chapter to Lloyd Nichananda. And there it is explained that Lord Nichananda is, is Balaram and he's expanding. This chapter is called The Glories of Lord Nichananda Balaram. So, Lord Nichananda is Balaram. Balaram expands himself into different forms and he expands him. Then, in the Chaturvyua, when you get these four forms, Vasudev, Sankarsan, Padumna, Aniruddha, then Balaram is Sankarsan. So, uh, then from Sankarsan, all these other forms manifest. That's how it works. So when you hear about the Chaturvyua, from Vasudev comes Sankarsan, from Krishna comes Balaram. Then from Balaram expand all the other forms. So Sankarsan expands from Balaram. From Sankarsan then expand the form of Mahavishnu. And from Mahavishnu comes Garbhadeksai Vishnu, Ksiradeksai Vishnu, so the Purusha avatars. So in this way, Balaram expands. Right? Then Balaram is also expanding himself as Ananta says. So he has the, the multiple hoods. And here is a beautiful verse, which I like uh, from the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Sahasra Vadana Vandan Prabhu Balaram Yahar Sahasra Mukha Krishna Yasudam. This Krishna Yasudam. Uh, we know that the Dham is the abode. Yeah? The Dham is the abode. And Yaso is fame. And Krishna is Krishna. Krishna Yasudam then means the abode of the fame of Krishna or the glory of Krishna. And that are the Sahasramukha, the thousands of mouths of Lord Ananta. So, in this way, it is said, therefore, if one wants to, if one wants to chant, if one wants to glorify, one prays to Lord Ananta, because his mouth is the jewel case of glorification. Baladevi Jabusan gets into it in, in his introduction to his Bhagavad Gita, and it's the jewel case. Right? And there is the jewel of the glorification. If you want to glorify, if you want to chant, that's what it means. That's what chanting is, glorification. We need the mercy of Lord Ananta, Lord Nichananda. So, therefore, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Sri Vasadi Gaurabhaktivinda, and then Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Uh, otherwise, it is not uh, going to, uh, otherwise, it's not, not going to be so easy. We need that blessing and we need that mercy, that forgiveness for offenses. And then, very quickly, we can become blissful. 
An important point in Chaitanya Charitamrita um, is that it says that Lord Nichananda is Nietzsche Ananda. He is always blissful. And he's always blissful because he's engaged in the service of Lord Chaitanya. And this service to Lord Chaitanya is, as we know, devotional service is susukam kirtamaviyama, is joyfully performed. So this service to Lord Chaitanya is so much joyfully performed. It is so blissful that Lord Nichananda becomes intoxicated by it. And in, in fact, he is so intoxicated, he's drunk. He's drunk. And because he's drunk, he cannot see who is qualified and who is not qualified. Therefore, whenever it moves, he gives the mercy. <laughs> Therefore, Nichananda gives the mercy to anyone, qualified or not qualified. Yes, he gives. No prior qualification required. Just somehow or other, uh, get in touch with the mercy of Lord Nichananda. Yes, well, it rings. It rings a bell, I guess. It hits home because no prior qualification required. <laughs> yes, yes, that makes sense. Uh, yes, and so we can see that the mercy of Lord Nichananda is what sustains us. And uh, finally, Lord Nichananda um, is cent percent engaged in the service of the Lord. Not only is he, uh, is he serving the Lord in the material world, in the form of Mahavishnu, in the form of the Purusha avatars, um, not only is he becoming the bed, the shoes, the plate, even the musical instruments, Balaram Merdanga. Uh, Prabhupada wanted the devotees to make Merdanga, Balaram Merdanga. Oh yes, it was Balaram Merdanga. That's why the cartels cannot be put on the ground, ever. And if they are found on the ground, it must be touched to the, to the head, because it's Balaram. Uh, nowadays, that's not always remembered. You see them lying around. <laughs> Sacrilege. But uh, ignorance is bliss. Um, but it doesn't. But then, anyway, if we pick them up from the floor after and we start playing, then all that also is is gone because Lord Nichananda is ready to accept. Uh, and we see how this movement spread. Think of Jayananda who was building his wrath cart and who was, uh, who was just there alone with the wood and everything and he was just picked up people from the street. Uh, and he just made them, made them work. And then the, some of them <laughs> would say, oh, Oh I, have to, oh, I have to have a smoke. I have to have a smoke. Then Jayananda would say, okay, go outside, have your smoke. They'd come back, wash your hands, wash your mouth, right? And carry on. And somehow or other, he engaged them. He just engaged them and built his wrath cards and, and transformed them. 
And uh, that is the spirit of Lord Nichimanda. Mm. To accept anyone and everyone. Mm. And Prabhupada took that spirit, cent per cent, and just went um, and went to the Western world. And he, uh, and he, he, he dealt with, uh, with the hippies. Um, he dealt with the hippies on the Lower East Side, on Haight-Ashbury, on Amsterdam, in the Fondel Park, right? And in all these places, um, they were totally intoxicated. Um, in um, America, has its uh, its first lady, and Iskon also has its first lady, right? And the first lady of Iskon, when she met Prabhupada, she was on LSD, and Prabhupada said, uh, "Oh." Um, do you live uh, nearby? Then you can come every day. And because she was floating on some clouds, she said, oh, yes, I am very near. Prabhupada said, oh, very good. <laughs> then you can come every day. <laughs> but she lived actually quite far away, an hour away or more on the train. But, but she came every day. Oh. And... And Prabhupada engaged her in, in painting. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, we hear how Prabhupada was in his apartment. We hear that there was one girl. I'm not picking on the girls, it just come. <laughs> it's just, I'm now. In my brain, there is a girl box, I guess. <laughs> and now that I start with the first lady, now comes the other girl story to mind. Right? Um, the, uh, that there was, Prabhupada was translating in the middle of the night, really, and, uh, or very early morning. And one girl came, and she also was clearly on drugs, and she stood in front of his door, and called out really loud, Bahula! Very loud. Huh? And, and, and Prabhupada uh, looked at it, and then she just walked into the apartment. And a sannyasi cannot be alone with a lady in the place. So, uh, so since she came in, and by sort of forced her way in, he went out. And then she locked the door. <laughs> and Prabhupada was locked out of his apartment. Anyway, Brahmananda had to fix that, you know. <laughs> he, could, he could fix things. That, uh, that was no problem. Yes, Srila Prabhupada. <laughs> uh, like that professor on Hinduism, right? And so the professor came on and a professor in Hinduism. So Prabhupada said, asked him, what is Hinduism? And, and the professor said, well, that is hard to say. That is hard to say. And Prabhupada said, he's a professor of Hinduism, but he can't say what is Hinduism. He said, here's my disciple. 
He's also a PhD. Sirup Damodar, what do you call that? Cheating, Srila Prabhupada. <laughs> <laughs> Within moments, they had this big, big argument, big argument, screaming, the professor and Prabhupada. Then Brahmananda came and said, you'd better leave before you make more offenses. <laughs> the professor looked at Brahmananda. <laughs> up and down and also with and realized, okay, <laughs> I'd better leave. <laughs> Amazing, what a movement. Um, the early days of the movement uh, resemble the time of, of Lord Nichananda who was preaching in ben Bengal. We see when Lord Nichananda was preaching in Bengal, his main preaching was through Kirtan. And we know that he stayed in that Panihati area for about three months. And that he just at the time connected with this person um, who was from a Suvarnavarnik family. That means a family of Colts, goldsmiths named uh, Udaran Datta. And Udaran Datta became a disciple of Nichananda, and he supplied him with many jewels and gold. And then Nichananda was dressing up in silk and blue silk and started to decorate himself. And some Brahmins were saying, what is this? I mean, isn't he in the renounced order? Some said, we don't know what his ashram is, or we have never seen him actually in the dress of a sannyasi. Is he a sannyasi or what is he really? I mean, we don't know, but how can he dress like this? This is not befitting. But um, Lord Nichananda was dressing like Lord Balaram. Jewels everywhere. And yes, this whole, during this period, there were the most ecstatic kirtan. And kirtan conquered Bengal. And all of Bengal, just all kinds of people were taking up in this kirtan. Uh, we see that there were dervishes. Dervishes are mystic uh, Muslims who uh, somehow or other became followers of Nichananda. And there were all kinds of, uh, of followers of Nichananda. Uh, and and uh, Nichananda didn't preach regulative principles or nothing. So all kinds of things. And some Buddhist Tantra came in and this came in and the owls and the bowls and who were chanting but not following regulative principles and uh, all that was there. And Nichananda's movement was spread wide, wide. But within it, there were many wild people who were really not like uh, exactly... Uh, uh, following. Meanwhile, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had sent Rupa and Sanatan to Vrindavan. And they began the whole development in Vrindavan. And there, for the first time, for the first time, they established places of worship. They established temples. They uh, established scriptures. They established the uh, Sadharma, based on scriptures, evidence from scriptures, uh, establishing the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Then Jiva Goswami. Jiva Goswami ordered uh, after uh, he was the youngest, so after the others had disappeared, then he, he sent Naratam. He sent Srinivas, he sent Shamananda 
to Bengal. And they went through uh, so many adventures, which I will not describe now. But they brought these books of the Goswamis to Bengal. And what had happened before, earlier, they had brought Janava Mata. They had brought Janava Mata. Jiva Goswami had arranged that Janava Mata was meeting with Rupa Goswami. And she heard Rupa Goswami explain his books. She, she heard directly Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. I know some of you are studying now Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. And she heard directly Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu from Rupa Goswami. And then, after the disappearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, after 1533, there was in Kateri, there was the first Korpunim festival. And there, they brought, Shamananda brought from Orissa, Naratam brought from Kateriji himself, and Srinivas brought also many copies of the manuscripts. And anybody who came to the festival, there were ecstatic kirtans. And in that kirtan, the whole Panchatattva manifest, and, and people, and then they disappeared. And people cried, and the earth turned into mud. And then what happened was, the, uh, everyone, everyone got a copy of the books of the Goswamis. And Janava Mata was there to say yes. She was the senior most, the wife of Nichananda. She was the Mahant. She was presiding over the whole assembly. And she said, yes, these books are bona fide. And everyone said, oh, these are bona fide. Yes. And then everyone, everyone got a copy of these books. And nowadays, still in the Royal Asiatic uh, Society in Calcutta, they have thousands of manuscripts from, from that Kateri period which have been found right? and which they are keeping. Right? Widely, widely distributed, the books of the Goswamis. And so the movement got its, uh, its shape right? with the kirtan through the mercy of Lord Nichananda and through the and the literature of the Goswamis combined, and uh, and so we also, uh, and that lived up to the day of today, because then, you know, you get that whole period when uh, after Nichananda and so on, you, and after Lord Chaitanya disappeared, you get that whole period of so many sahajas, so many groups that are off. After Nichananda, Virabhadra tried to cut out some of the sahajas and weed out the movement of Lord Chaitanya and of Lord Nichananda in Bengal. But anyway, eventually, so many sahaja groups came to the foreground, taking it cheap and bringing in Buddhist tantra and saying, uh, they, sexual activity in the name of spirituality, the, uh, and so on and so on. And uh, it was wild what was going on in Bengal. Wild in the name of, of Lord Chaitanya. Of course, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he, with him begins the revival. And then comes Srila Bhaktisiddhanta, a transcendental karate philosopher who just came in and chopped everything and just established Siddhanta and who could stand up uh, to him, you know. 
a walking encyclopedia who knocked anybody over and uh, they grumbled behind his back but they could never do anything in front of him he would smash them so and then Prabhupada who was humble and who in his great humility just took everything faithfully without adding his own his own Prabhupada was just trying to present it as he heard it yeah, that's very difficult that requires a lot of humility everyone has a little bit of a twist you know well a realization call it that you know uh, you know, yeah, some insight, you know. Well, I don't know, Krishna gave me, you know. I mean, what to do? He does. He does sometimes, you know. Uh, he's very merciful. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. But Prabhupada was just so faithful. Um, and here he is, the faithful servant, the faithful servant of, of Lord Chaitanya of Lord Nichananda and of his spiritual master and Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And now he, he gave everything again. He did it again, right? What had been done in Bengal, now he did. He gave the books of the Goswamis. He gave us nectar of devotion. Oh. Uh, maybe I should read it. Yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, yeah. It's so valuable. Um, it is so valuable. So he brought all these things, all the essence, condensed, gave it all to us. Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Nectar of Devotion, Chaitanya Charitamrita. And with all of that, right, with these four pillars, with these four main pillars among his books, he gave us the full Siddhanta, um, which Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami and Rupa Goswami had faithfully preserved uh, the teachings of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda. And he brought that mercy to us. And so, although we are a whole movement of of Jagais and Madais, somehow or other, we got the same thing. We got the same thing that the immediate associates of Lord Chaitanya got. You read in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, thousands of devotees assembling, discussing the, the Chaitanya Bhagavat, hearing about the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya, and we got it all. We got the same thing, the same mercy of Lord Nichananda. But there is one difference. There is one difference. And that is that since Lord Nichananda, there are many generations of great pure devotees. And all these pure devotees have prayed for us. Rupa Goswami, the six Goswamis, they prayed. Krishna Kaviraj Goswami prayed for our deliverance. Naratandas Thakur prayed, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur prayed, Jagannadas Babaji jumped out of the basket and prayed. When the birth site was found, Bhaktivinoda Thakur prayed, Bhaktisiddhanta prayed, Prabhupada prayed, all for us. So all these, 
So we got the mercy of Lord Nichananda, plus all these added prayers. So we got even more. We got even more than the associates, the direct associates of Lord Nichananda. We got all these added prayers. Isn't that amazing? So how amazing is the mercy of Lord Nichananda? And how fortunate is anyone who comes in touch with this movement? I mean, I got the mercy through a dog, and then that mercy got, and then the dog got again the mercy through me, because I was chanting the name of the dog, right? Or anyone who chanted the name of the dog. So the dog also got purified. I don't know what destiny that dog has attained, but, you know, could be one of us right now. <laughs> mm. Any questions? Any comments? Purnatatva. Koda Nitai. Koda. Before I heard the song for the first time, I was thinking about Gora Nitai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But later I. But what does it mean? Koda means the broker. The broker? Yeah, Koda Nitai, the broker Nitai. The song is also called The Broker. Koda Nitai means he's the broker in the marketplace of the Holy Name. Yodinam kin be my Omrasanga chalo mahajanir kachajai. If you want to buy the name, come, come, come. Now, to Mahajan. Yes, I'll take you there to Nichananda Mahajan. He's the broker. Surabi kunjate namata kurachi. Yeah. yeah, Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur has written a wonderful book about that called the Kalyana uh, Kalpataru Kalpatavi. Right? And it's like, uh, it describes the Namahata. He describes the whole Namahata. And it's, it's like, uh, I'll give it to your husband. And there you see the whole description of the whole Namahata that Lord Nichananda opened in... Uh, in, uh, in Godrum, and, and, uh, and that there are different caretakers in the Namahata, different positions. And, and Bhaktivinoda describes all the positions, you know, there's a storekeeper, there are shop owners, there's the wholesale market, which Nichananda controls, and then there are people who keep the records, and it gets very technical, all the positions, etc. And finally, Bhaktivinoda Thakur himself is the sweeper. On, in the marketplace. He's the sweeper. But it's very nice. We used to read it on Sankirtan with Prema Roop. I used to read this. The whole marathon, we were reading this book. And it was really nice. It kept us going. So, Srada Bindu. Yeah, you have to have a drop of faith. You'll get it from those who have faith. Therefore, Somehow or other, we need the association of a devotee. 
And whoever we are with, we develop those qualities. So when we are with someone who has faith, we will also get faith. And of course, the deeper someone's faith, the more we can get. In the Chaitanya Sikhsamrita, Bhaktivinoda Thakur explains that someone who has ruchi can give shraddha. Someone who has bhav can give ruchi. And someone who has prem can lift somebody up all the way. But it makes sense that someone who has taste you know, can, can give some faith. Because when we see taste, and the amazing thing is that you get taste on day one. Right? Maybe we don't get full-fledged to the stage of matured ruchi, but we get a drop of ruchi. And you see it, these devotees, they have taste. It all operates on taste, and that's the magic. And there is taste in the kirtan, taste in prasadam, taste in the beautiful deities. Look at that darsha. I mean, it is beautiful. Beautiful backdrop, really matches. Wonderful. What is it what? What is it that blocks our, our, our family members from, from this mercy? Um, well, in many cases, family members also come. You know, it, it's not that no family members come. I mean, I know many families who have like four generations of initiated devotees, right? Oh, I mean, travel around the world, I, I know such families. That's one thing. Um, so there are, I think even in Radhadesh, we have a few, uh, at least three right, generations. And uh, so, uh, but Prabhupada would say that, um, he said, a magnet attracts iron, right? He said, but when iron is rusted, then the magnet doesn't attract so easily. Therefore, older people, they're more rusted by having been in the material world for a long time. So they don't get so quickly attracted by the power of the magnet. But younger people, they get easy, more easily attracted. Therefore, first go for the younger family members. <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. Put some maha water in the juice. Back to James. <laughs> yeah. It, just speak if I don't see you, because I don't see so far. <laughs> you, you mentioned that Lord Vihanda uh, was more merciful than Lord Chaitanya because Lord Chaitanya wanted to kill after Madai had purged Lord Chaitanya. But I was wondering, how would God Nityananda have reacted if instead um, Lord Chaitanya would have mm -hmm. tried to give them mercy and 
You have to ask Lord Nichananda. <laughs> when you see him, ask him and let me know what he said. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, yes. What is the, the meaning of Triodasi? Triodasi is the 13th day. So we count from the moon, right? And Ekadasi is the 11th day. Then yesterday was Varaha Dwarasi, that was the 12th day, and today is Trayodasi, the 13th day. Then we get the, um, the 14th day, Chaturdasi, like that. It's just the number of the day, Trayodasi. Mm. Yeah, I hear who? That we don't find described. Um, of course, we hear a lot about Lloyd, Lloyd Nichananda's pastimes. In uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat describes how Nichananda was acting out all the pastimes of Krishna, right? And of Lord Ramachandra, and how did he know all that? We remember how on one occasion he played the part of Laksman and he was shot by Indrajit and he had told the boy, when I fall to the ground, go and get that healing herb. But the when he fell to the ground, everyone stopped playing, the adults came, everyone looked, what happened, what happened, what happened? Anyway, but then they went through the whole story and then finally someone said, we need the he healing herb. Then the boy who played Hanuman said, yes, he told us. Then he went to get, Ichananda came to his senses. So we see these pastimes, we see Harai Oja, his father, being completely attached to Nichananda, and just is like we see how a sannyasi came, and how this sannyasi came, and how uh, the sannyasi came, and, and, and Harai Oja was such a wonderful Vaishnava, such a wonderful Brahmani, he was so happy that a sannyasi came to his home, and the sannyasi came and asked for some charity, and, and Harai said, Yes, yes, yes whatever you desire. And the sannyasi said, I want your son. And Harai was thinking, no! Even louder than that. <laughs> I didn't want to go all out because I have a loud voice. Uh, and then, but he couldn't say it. He said, no, I will not give him. I will not give him. But how can I not give him? Because then I am not doing what a father should do in teaching my son that whatever a sannyasi asks must be given. Oh, no, I will not give him. And then he heard himself say yes. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> saying yes. And the sannyasi just took, took Nichananda very quickly. He didn't wait at all, didn't wait a second, just said, okay, yep, come up. Come, you boy, let's go. And they left right away. And it says in Chaitanya Bhagavat that Harai Oja went pago. He went pago. He went crazy. He went crazy. And he died also. Eka Chakra 
is of course a dam. It is a holy dam. So the residents are in the holy dam. So the res so whoever dies in that dam all goes back to Godhead. Somehow or other, we find in some scriptures, which uh, or in some biographies, which historically are sometimes questioned, um, but we find descriptions that actually Nichananda had a younger brother, and that the younger brother was called Bankim Rai. And that Bankin Rai, uh, he was uh, one day supposed to clear a field together with a whole group of people um, from weeds. And then uh, they said that, uh, Bankim said that, oh, it's lunchtime now, why don't we take a break and you all take, you take lunch. So, but I'm not so hungry, so I'll, I'll stay here a bit and I'll, I'll, I'll prepare a bit for the work, you know, and then. When you come back from lunch, we'll all start again. So everyone was hungry, so they agreed, yes, yes, lunch, let's do it. So they went, and then when they came back, then there was a huge pile of weeds, and the whole field was done, and Bankim Roy had disappeared. And then within days, a deity came floating down the river, and Nichananda pulled out that deity, and that is supposed to be Bankim Roy. And so the deity is known as Bankim Rai and worshipped. So Ekachaka is full of amazing stories and the residents are always absorbed in remembering Lord Nichananda and the pastimes of Lord Nichananda. Whether he met them again, I, I have no record of that. But uh, they're absorbed, totally absorbed. And if you leave your body there, back to Godhead. So it's a dam. It's an eternal dam from where one goes back to Godhead if we leave the body. Hmm. Okay, you're the last. I'm getting tired. Just at the end, you said um, that in Eka Chakra Ground... Say that again. That in Eka Chakra Ground, that uh, the residents, they remember uh, Lord Nishananda Yeah, how is it practically possible? It depends what your practical needs are. See, we are like people who had many material needs. And, you know, like for example, okay, we want, many, many of us uh, are, uh, got married, you know, me too. And then, you know, you want, uh, so then you need so many things and all this, right? And then you have a house and a mouse and... and, and, and yeah, every house has a mouse. <laughs> and, and bills and whatever, right? So then you have so many things. And then, then how is it practically possible? But if you look at Mother Vendapuri, he found a way. Mother Vendapuri was just going to spend all his time simply remembering. And he even didn't stop to beg for food. Forget it. He said, if something comes, I'll eat. If nothing comes, then I won't eat. I'm not going to bother with that. I'm just going to be 24 hours absorbed. Six Goswamis forgot to sleep, forgot to eat. Haridas Thakur. So they practically did it. 
But because we're, we, we got practically more entangled, it is practically a little more difficult for us. But do the best you can. At least you got a phone and you can, or an iPad, and you can listen to things there. Uh, and in this way. Or you can distribute books. Uh, that's the mercy of Lord Nichananda, right there. So there are ways, there are ways. And you already found some interesting ways. So may our remembrance of Lord Nichananda increase, not only on this day, but throughout. And may somehow or other this life become successful, that we may take advantage of his mercy and of his representatives and go back to Godhead. And while we are here, may we really do something to pass on the mercy to others, because that's the only way to really get the mercy of Lidnichananda. Thank you very much. Shishi Nichananda Ram Kijai, Shishi Nichananda Trayodasi Mahamahotsava Kijai, Anantakati Vaishnava Yeah, you have all Yeah, precisely. Yeah, I have the